sitting back, wrapping yourself in a cozy blanket, putting on the last hit movie and grabbing a huge side bowl of buttery popcorn. Sounds like heaven. Munching and munching, you can't help that some residuals of the corn stay stuck in your teeth or sometimes stick on the side of your throat. But what if I told you that coughing might not work or sticking your finger all the way down isn't going to help? Well, there are two stories I would like for y'all to explore with me that absolutely left me speechless. And let me tell y'all, that's kind of hard to do. Now remember y'all, all information has been gathered from various sources for educational and informative purposes. Also, don't be shy, sharing is caring. So if you find this information great, spread the word out to others so they can be informed as well. Now, without further ado, I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. No one ever imagines that harm could come upon you by eating the world's delicious delicacy. I mean, we have it everywhere. At the movies, at the beep of your own microwave, and even to go. But who would have thought that popcorn can bring you harm? Popcorn is actually proven to be pretty healthy for the body. I mean, I did a whole episode about where the popcorn came from called Pop Pop Pop. So while you're at it, go check it out. Popcorn is a whole grain food, a good source of fiber, and if eaten plain, is essentially a healthy food. But be careful before you start scooping handfuls into your mouth non-stop because eating excessive amounts of pretty much anything has a downside and consuming too much popcorn over an extended period of time could negatively affect your health. Popcorn with its ample dietary fiber and typically low calorie count is understandably the go-to snack for people. Hence why many people think a giant bucket at a movie theater qualifies as a healthy snack. But if you try to live off of popcorn alone, you can actually attract a terrible disease called pellagra. Pellagra was first described in Spain in 1735. It was endemic in those regions where corn and maize had been introduced and had become the dominant food crop, such as Italy and Spain. However, I'm not here to talk about the benefits of popcorn because we all know it by now. But the reasons I'm bringing this up is because of stories that captivated my attention that I decided to share with y'all. Although this delicious delay is wonderful for our cravings, it can also have a downside as well. Imagine being taken to the ER, not because you have third degree burns or you were injured trying to save a life in a fire. No, you were rolled in because you developed a potentially fatal blood infection called endocarditis. An infection of the inner lining of the heart chambers involves that occur when germs from another part of the body spread through the bloodstreams and damage the heart. Well, a 41-year-old firefighter needed life-saving open-heart surgery because of that very issue. Adam Martin was on death's door after endocarditis left him fighting for his life. Doctors quizzed him about a possible cause, and he could only think of one culprit. Martin's life-threatening ordeal was traced back to late September when he shared a bag of popcorn with his wife, Helen, while watching a movie. Yep. Popcorn was the one to almost do him in. 
It all started when a piece of popcorn was stuck between his molars on the left side of his mouth and had plagued him for three days. But no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't dig it out. The infection was caused by his constant poking and prodding at a piece of popcorn lodged between his teeth. Martin told his medical team he used items he had found laying around like a pen cap, a toothpick, a piece of wire, and even a nail in a desperate attempt to dislodge the stubborn hole. I mean, seriously, a nail? But one tool he didn't use? A dentist. And common sense, but then that's two things. The following week, Martin was suffering night sweats, fatigue, headaches, and eventually a heart murmur, which are all signs of the infection. Although his doctors prescribed him medication during the time he fell ill, nothing helped. He also developed a blood blister on his toe, which was later diagnosed as a Janeway lesion, an extension indication of infection endocarditis. The muscle ache in his leg turned out to be an infected clot, blocking his femoral artery, which required a five-hour operation to clear. Martin was treated with medication to fight infection, but chest scans revealed his heart had been severely damaged and would need emergency surgery. He was then transferred to a different hospital for a seven-hour open-heart surgery to replace his aortic valve and repair his mitral valve. Martin later said the doctors told him if he hadn't gone to the GP when he did, then he could have been dead in three days. Most people die when they are at 350 on an infection scale, and he was at 340. The infection had eaten his heart valves completely, so it is safe to say that Martin was probably never eating popcorn again. He should have gone to that dentist, that's for sure. However, not everyone is that lucky. The pendant around Patrick Lawson's neck read, all things are possible. That's the hope that has kept him going since his two-year-old daughter was placed on life support after choking on a popcorn kernel. Doctors at Virginia Hospital said that they were certain Miranda Grace Lawson wouldn't recover and they had wanted to perform a test they believed would confirm she was brain dead. The hospital and experts said the test was harmless but the small family, Lawson and his wife, had refused worried that the test would have harmed a small child. They believed she would open her big blue eyes again one day and felt that God had told them that it was his will that she was going to awaken because she had something to do in this world. Miranda Lawson was an outgoing bubbly toddler with a smile that stopped passerbys, but was also very curious, Lawson described. So on his wife's birthday, he took a day off from the work to spend time with his family at their home. The toddler somehow got her hands in a bag of popcorn they were eating and choked. The colonel obstructed her airway and she went into cardiac arrest. Her father performed CPR until paramedics arrived and intubated the child. After doctors with the Virginia Commonwealth University Health System informed the Lawsons that Miranda was likely brain dead, the family went to court to block the hospital from conducting the so-called apnea test, which involves taking the toddler off the ventilator briefly to see if her brain tries to tell the body to breathe independently. In a handwritten note to doctors, the Lawsons expressed opposition to the test. 
They cited their Christian faith and said removing her from life support would be murder. However, the Richmond Circuit Court ruled against the Lawsons but allowed them to pay a 30000 bond, barring the hospital from conducting the test while the family appealed to the Virginia Supreme Court. VCU doctors said the ventilator and medicines were the only thing keeping the toddler's heart and lungs functioning. One of the girl's doctors said in the court that it would be astounding if she were able to breathe without the machine. But although the hospital was telling the court over and over again that their analysis of the child was that she was brain dead, Lawson said he believed Miranda was improving. He told her heart rate and blood pressure respond to her favorite music and her family's voices. But the hospital said they couldn't disclose any details about that because of privacy laws. They wanted her doctors to give her a portable ventilator and feeding tube so she can be transferred to another hospital or cared for at home. Alexandra Snyder, an executive director of the Life Legal Defense Foundation, which was a California-based group assisting the Lawson's attorney, had asked why not see what would happen. Throughout the apnea test, Miranda would continue to receive oxygen and be put back on the ventilator at the first signs of any brainstem activity. VCU Health System said in court filings, It is then explained that temporarily taking the child off the ventilator to perform the test shouldn't cause any problems. But in the end, it's a tough decision, especially when it's about your child's life. It could be that the family simply didn't want to hear the bad news that their loved one had already passed away. However, before the case could settle, Miranda deteriorated. After her kidneys failed, she passed away on November 1st, 2016. Her GoFundMe page, started by one of her relatives, reiterated the dangers of small children ingesting harmful foods. And this is all because of one simple little kernel. Around the world, there are so many stories that inspire us, but also there are stories that are difficult to tell. However, it is necessary because through them, we can reflect and learn from them. And yeah, I love popcorn just as much as the next person, but these stories caught my attention because the what if turned into a reality. It's also to bring awareness that although we might love something like this small, innocuous kernel, we also need to take precautions when given to a child or when it's causing you physical harm. This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. Want more Shots of Endorphins? Well, you can visit and listen to the podcast at shotsofendorphins.com. You can leave comments, likes, and even help support us by clicking on the support tab as well. Also, you can follow and share this show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile. <laughs>